the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. the marital tips where we invite you into our marriage to debate the not so important topics discuss each other and more i'm tim i'm karen and we're a couple of married geeks who often get very passionate when we disagree about the super important topics like our favorite tv shows personality traits and what makes a villain i don't even i don't want to talk about this again i don't want to talk about it i'm still mad from last <laughs> week i'm still furious and, and you got it all out in take one before i got the chance to press record yeah we we had about 10 minutes I think of this like whole thing recorded before uh, Tim realized he wasn't recording. So, but joining us tonight, our first ever guests, yay, our good friends who went through a, the process of a wedding, planning a wedding, Canceling and moving wedding. in the midst of this whole coronavirus pandemic. Our good friends Brandon and Amber, how are you guys doing tonight? Hey, hey. guys, we're we are great. <laughs> how are you? We're good. We are good. Things are. I mean, we're we're not having to plan anything. We've already no major over. life changes in <laughs> yeah. the midst of the corona. <laughs> right. We so, recommend keeping all major life changes on hold until after the corona. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So we are considerably less stressed than you guys are. <laughs> like overall, <laughs> ten but. out of ten would not recommend planning a move <laughs> or a wedding during COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I thought. When we were talking, because we wanted to have Amber and Brandon on, and so we were talking about, like, well, what could we discuss? And, you know, you guys going through all of these things is obviously a perspective that we don't have. But I'm sure a a lot of people are going through right now is having to be disappointed, canceling things and, you know, having their plans change against their will, kind of. So, Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's caused more than one tiff. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's inevitable. I mean, Tim and I, we moved up our wedding like five months, but that was our own volition. I don't think we've told that story. No, but it's not about us tonight. We'll just say like we I I was just tired of not being married to. So I was like, let's just screw it. Let's do it. We got married on Star Wars Day because I was like, let's just do it. But talk to us a little bit about what it's like to go through. The, the process of planning and having all of it taken away out of your control um, in the midst of all these major life changes in the coronavirus. Yeah, so I am a planner. I love planning weddings, events, all that stuff. So when we got engaged, I wasted no time. I bought all the decorations. I made all the plans. I got all the vendors. A couple of my bridesmaids had even bought their dresses. So mm. we were locked in. We were we were there. It was happening. <laughs> and literally a month later, COVID hit. So we Brandon was there. I fought it tooth and nail. I still wanted to do it. I was like, it's fine. This is going to be gone. This is me in March talking. This is not. <laughs> right. It is now. You guys were supposed to be getting married. What, like two months June? ago? June, June 20th. Yeah. Okay. June 20th was the date that we had picked. And uh, yeah, it was, I mean, you could just start to see it in, in March, around uh, March 20th, when things really started picking up uh, as far as travel bans going into place and things closing down and, and all the talks of phases and, and watching the, the numbers ramping up. And you can just kind of slowly 
start to see your plans crumble in front of your eyes. Yeah. And, you, you know, just hold your breath. Yeah. It, yeah. And it, it was it was it was crazy because, I mean, literally we had every everything checked off and it was, hey, just sit here and wait until wedding time. Make sure you don't overeat so you don't fit in the clothes that you got all hemmed up. <laughs> Which uh, I have now done. Thank you, Corona. Uh, yeah, it's Corona's fault. Yeah, uh, whoever said that cooking from home allows you to keep the weight off lied. Oh, yeah. yeah well, cooking from home is not the problem. Snacking from home is the problem. Yeah, yeah. and like I remember when the the time of like the toilet paper being out was a yeah. thing of the grocery stores. Snacks were never out. So, you know, <laughs> snacking was always a thing throughout the entire thing. And I can, I can tell you with, with all of the, the stress over losing the wedding, we mm -hmm. snacked on a ton of Ben and Jerry's. Yeah. It you was know. like going through a breakup. You know, you have your wine in one hand and your pint of Ben and Jerry's in the other hand. Yeah, She's definitely. Just she had a she had a beer <laughs> and uh, and some beef jerky, <laughs> and I sat there with the wine and the Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, your guys' relationship survived all that stress. Yeah, it did. And um, so you did what? You moved it, didn't you? Well, we've moved it twice now. We've been kicking the can down the down the yeah. alley. Yeah. Well, it got to May and I was realizing this is not getting better. If anything, it's getting so much worse. And my dad is actually in Florida, which is like Corona capital right now. So he was not going to be able to make it, which was obviously oh. a huge problem. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So we moved it to October 10th. Um, I had to call every single vendor and to let our, everybody know and, and work with all that and just pray that our vendors had the availability. So we did that. And then actually just what, two or three days ago, we called it again and said, we're going to do it June, 2021. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, so fingers yeah, crossed for that. But I mean, all, almost a year later than you planned. That's that's I would not have been able to do it. I mean, I'll just be honest. Like I would have broken down crying probably many times. You didn't want to make it to the date that we went that we for. We had set already. I know. <laughs> so well, I, you know, we're a typical military couple, so we did the small justice of the peace thing. So all the government and legal stuff is already taken care of. This was more of just wanting to do something with our family and friends. And if right. our family and friends can't come, then what's the point? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure it's like a little bit, you know, you're just kind of waiting for it. Like every week, you know, you're just waiting and waiting and waiting to see you're like totally on the fence that whole time. Like, should I cancel it? Should I not cancel it? So yeah, it, it, that whole like non-definitive thing just drives me nuts. I'm a planner too, so yes. having it be totally unsure. I'm not. It's, <laughs> Brandon's well, learned to just go with whatever I'm planning. Well, that, and, and you know, and that and that was the thing because we originally thought that that kicking it out to October was enough time mm -hmm. for things to change, and then. You know, now that we're I mean, numbers are spiking again. I was seeing all over the news yeah. today, like, you know, they're, they're just progressively getting worse and worse each day. And, uh, you know, October just wasn't looking reasonable. And then as we were having that discussion, uh, the venue was was discussing canceling other events around there, too. Mm -hmm. So we just thought, hey, all right, we're not going to kick it down two, three months this time. We're, we're just going to go scorched earth and, and, you know, kick it out to next summer. And hope to God that things have changed between now yeah. and then. 
God, if it such, doesn't. Yeah. Which was such a bummer because they were going to have a like a gay pride, super fun picnic thing right after our wedding. So yeah. my reception was going to be rainbows and glitter and rainbow. All the fun stuff. is everything I love. <laughs> so I'm really bummed. Yeah, we were we were kind <laughs> of pumped because, we, yeah, we basically there. I mean, <laughs> we were going to we were going to have uh, probably the, the coolest after party because, yes. you know, uh, the 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 uh, have I, I mean I'm all for having queens yes. at, my, uh, at my reception and that's <laughs> just yeah. so great to me. So I was already looking home. at rainbow dresses for our kids. Like I was ready. Yeah, it was, was going to be a really a really fun event. But you know that's all right. It's again the the most important thing is mm-hmm. finding a time where we can get all of our friends and family out there to celebrate mm-hmm. uh, and and do it that way. So that's what we've been clinging on to. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, but it, you know it's it is it has been. We have had our tiffs with that one. It is it has gone back and forth. I uh, still wanted to do it. Yeah, the I was tip, a lot less careful than what he was wanting to be. I'm a bad person. I know. Yeah, I was so excited. <laughs> I, I had to I had to throw some hard facts down at her, some hard scientific data. It was just like, hey, <laughs> let me just Fauci say no. No. I'm pre- this may be a pretty stereotypical thing to say, but like I feel like when a woman is upset it's not that helpful to throw like logic and facts at no. her in an argument. <laughs> Do you not speak logical to me. Logical. You know, it just, it's not the time. I, but no. I, I, not the time. I almost thrive off of the reaction I get when I, when I do throw the logic out, it just, he channels the hate. I do. Just like, just, just, just because we're right. Doesn't mean we need to be right at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I I agree that it's a little hard not to be judgmental of people who are still having pretty large gatherings right now. Um, but I I also see totally wanting to just power through and and <laughs> wanting to make the best of everything because it's your wedding, you know, it's something exciting. And you did you make the decision to do the justice of the peace thing after the first wedding was canceled, or had that was that already? Actually, we no. we had done that uh, almost immediately after the engagement due to military considerations. Because I was I was on assignment to move, and in order to have my family move with me, I had to have them in the system. So we right. did that. We we were keeping it a secret uh, right. until until the June wedding, uh, which is. Which is the other major life change that you guys went through in the midst of this whole pandemic. Yeah, you moved. We did. You, we you did. moved a couple states away. Yeah, we we uh, we moved <laughs> up uh, from North Carolina to the Washington D.C. area, uh, and that was uh, quite the experience. We, yeah. oh man, that was that one. So where the <laughs> wedding really was the gut punch to her, the move was the gut punch mm-hmm. to my wallet. Um, <laughs> in, in order to, uh, you know, be because the, the housing market up here is insane. And so to be prepared, we thought we were going to be here uh, around May. So we ended up closing on a house in March. Uh, we actually closed uh, on the house the day that the travel bans went into effect. Ooh. So oh. and the way the military works is you're given a housing allowance based on where you currently live. So mm-hmm. in North Carolina, uh, it, that allowance is half of what the allowance is up here. So I now owned a house in the Washington, D.C. area, <laughs> but I was only getting paid half of the mortgage in my housing allowance. So 
it created a very interesting dynamic <laughs> where uh, we ended up moving in with Amber's mother. And uh, so, you know, not only are we dealing with, you know, owning a house in another state, being locked down on travel, pushing our wedding around, but we're living with the mother-in-law on, on top of all of it. And it was just this perfect storm of, <laughs> of you know, factors. It was that's, marvelous. That's throwing kids into the situation yeah. Yeah. and uh, homeschooling. Yes. Yeah, we have my daughter full time. And then because school closed, we actually got his daughter two months earlier than what we had previously planned to get her. And so then it was me, Brandon and two kids living in like a 500 square foot loft Okay, in my let mother's just, house. Let's confirm. We're not calling you from a, a mental institution right now, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there, I may have put one padded wall in this room. Just to, <laughs> just to have something to knock your head against. <laughs> well, so originally we were only supposed to live with my mom until like February, March-ish, maybe May at like the worst scenario. Mm-hmm. We ended up living with her until July. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, my goodness. And it's not even a situation in which you're able to save money living with your mother-in-law because, again, a mortgage that costs yeah. twice what your housing allowance is. And you can't is. really, like, go out the way that you can pre-corona. Yeah. Oh, my goodness, you guys. The fact that you're still together, bravo <laughs> to you. I mean, that's that's a lot to go through. Yeah. Not many people can say that they spent the first eight months of their marriage living with their mother-in-law in a global pandemic, planning a move to a different and state and postponing the wedding. I think there are probably a lot of people who could say they spent the last eight months of their marriage doing those things. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> to start that venture is, is very brave, definitely. But I am actually really interested in the process of moving itself. Like once you get the all clear to move into your new home, was there anything, because you've, you've owned a home before and moved in, obviously, before, was there anything that was different because of the new restrictions or the recommendations from coronavirus? So I, I think we got really lucky because we closed right as it kicked off. Mm. Uh, so that was that was when, you know, uh, people were being very cautious about the distance. And also it um we basically we sat at a table. It looked a lot like uh, from the first Batman movie, uh, you know, where they're eating dinner at the very long table at two up like and they're, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that was that was the closing was they were on one side. We were on the other. Wow. And, then you know, they, we basically threw the papers across the table. Wow. Um, and then, you know, they, they kind of chucked the, the key at us and said, wash your hands on your way out. <laughs> Uh, they did give me two bottles of wine, though, which very much needed after yep. what we had been through. Uh, that lasted That's 10 good. minutes. Uh, it didn't make the car ride home. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, uh, but no, other than that, it's, it, it was just real interesting because, you know, uh, moving into a place, uh, regardless of the condition, there's so many things that go into getting settled and so many Home Depot trips and, yeah. and you know, just actual moving stuff up because we we didn't have the government move us. We did a, a personally procured move. So we we're getting U-Hauls and, and hauling everything up on our own. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just very difficult trying to navigate people uh, in the middle of this whole lockdown where no one wants to go close to one another. And, and then, you know, you're you're trying to do these multiple trips, but you're trying to knock out everything at once. And, you know, I don't shop with with lists. So I was 
I, I end up, you know, navigating this storm of people and then realizing, oh, man, I forgot the screws. I guess I got to go back out. Um, but no, you know, that, that those were those were the biggest things is it was just so inconvenient uh, and difficult. You kind of kick yourself every time you have to go back outside the house, you know, because then you're you know, you're looking at putting your family to risk. And, and, you know, when, when all of this was happening, it was, you know, back when, when North Carolina numbers were high, Virginia numbers are high, you know, and they, they've been kind of fluctuating in between, but there's just always been this kind of, you, you, you pucker up, you know, and you get, you're just so afraid everywhere you go uh, and everything you're doing. And, and any, many time you got to stop for gas or for the bathroom or anything on that road trip, you know, it's just kind of this questionable thing. I think at one point, Amber had the kids all going to the bathroom in the wood line on the side of the road because it was cleaner than going into the, the, the rest stops, you know. Yeah, I sure did. Gas station bathrooms are a little questionable normally and then add a pandemic on top of it. And it's like, yeah, yeah I literally had a fanny pack full of uh, like wet wipes. Yeah. And so I would hold the girls hands while they squatted and then yeah. I would pass them a wet wipe. Which makes it even more complicated because it's not even like it's boys. Yeah. Where it's just like, just aim that way and go. Uh, Well, you know, it made it really easy when she had to hold my hands while I squatted. (laughs) (laughs) It really, she, she was practiced at that point. It was awkward for me, but I got over it. So so talk about some of the, uh, the benefits of moving and, and going through all this at the same time, like lessons you've learned well, in this unique situation. Or do you think your relationship has become stronger after going through all of this together? Definitely stronger. Yeah, we, we, had, we had to talk about that. And that we, was, we, we were laughing because, yeah, it really gave us a lot of time to sit down and communicate mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, communicate about things that we might not have discussed before simply because we had an abundance of time <laughs> on our hands in a very confined space. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're just sitting there and all you can do is look at each other, you talk about things <laughs> yeah. that you, you might not normally talk about. So. Yeah. I, I definitely appreciated the time because really right before all this happened, we just got done being separated for seven months because he was deployed. Right. So we literally went from, not seeing each other at all for seven months in a row to being quarantined and only seeing each other for seven months in a row. Two extremes. <laughs> yes. But it was good. I mean, it taught me to appreciate him for sure. And he even set up two TVs so that he could play video games on one TV and I could watch trash TV on the other TV. So that was like our way to spend time with each other. Yeah, that's, that's genius. That's that is genius, I have to all say. Of, uh, all of Gossip Girl. Yes, I made him sit through Gossip Girl. We bonded. We sure did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are definitely things that I think maybe we wouldn't have explored without coronavirus as well. In terms of like TV shows or movies, like we've definitely had our fair share. Like right now we're rewatching like game shows and Mm -hmm. I don't know that we we've always been like the couple that like records Jeopardy, but I don't know that we've ever been like actively searching yeah. for old game shows yeah so we recently got back into supermarket sweep yes oh wow <laughs> we that. weren't going that old oh, so they just they put just it back on netflix. netflix yeah yeah that's amazing <laughs> I, I love it and I'm, I'm calling out old brands and she's just looking at me in horror like he's amazing this? at it <laughs> so annoying <laughs> he's good at everything uh, that's awesome yeah i 
I'm going to have to agree with you guys as far as like the time thing, you know, I feel like that's a consensus that a lot of people are reaching that this is definitely a unique part of our history that we might not ever repeat. And I hope we don't ever repeat, but it's giving us the opportunity to spend time with, you know, if you have kids, spend time with your kids or spend time with your significant other, your family in a way and maybe in a more meaningful way than you would have been able to do before because it's like you know like you said if you're just sitting there staring at each other then maybe you come up with like topics that you didn't necessarily talk about before that are meaningful to you or you start a podcast that are (laughs) ridiculous topics that you just have in the privacy of your own home but but here we are I think this is episode 19 so Mm -hmm. we haven't you guys are killing it well, thank you. <laughs> but no, and it was great, too, because I think this might have been the first. We split time with his daughter and and the daughter's mother. So this was really the first visit that we just got to hang out with her and not worried about working That's and awesome. not worried about doing other things. Like, we just really got to You don't really have to schedule anything. Well, yeah, right. it wasn't. Yeah, because right. normally when, when you've got that little amount of time, you want to cram it full of everything that you possibly everything. can. And so, mm-hmm. like, we had her around Christmas and we went to Disney. But, you know, we only had her for, like, three or four weeks. So, like, it was Disney and then making the rounds to see family and then just boom, 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 all and of these things. And then she was gone. And then she was gone. Yeah. And this time... We got to a point where it was like, you just sit down and chill. And yeah. Then, you, know, you know, we would do family movie nights, family yeah, video game nights. I homeschooled her for a little bit. I taught her how to write, taught her how to read better, like going through all these things. It was the first time since we had been married and really since we had been together that we could, the four of us come together as this blended family mm-hmm. and kind of get it down, you know, and enjoy Aww. it. Yeah. Do you, I mean, it might be a little bit hard to tell, but have you noticed in your children a difference between the like, go, 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 I only have you for a little bit of time attitude of like, let's do something now and let's do something again after and like the more chilled, like, let's just relax and spend some more, you know, non planned activities together. Have you noticed like a change in attitude or appreciation or Anything like Absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah, Our Alia. kids never want to leave the house now. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, go anywhere, it's a fight. They're like, why? <laughs> here. Yeah. And they, they're, they're both very keen to ask for the family activities now. Yes. Like, you Aww. know, hey, let's let's do a family board game. Let's do a family movie. Mm-hmm. And that's fun. And then, you know, as far as, uh, you know, with, with the, the split and blended family, you know, we recently had to uh, send Alia back uh, to her mother And, you know, normally when you have the quick visits, it's a very like emotional event. It's very traumatic. And, you know, Alia is only six. And and so while we were expecting this huge meltdown like we normally get, she was very calm about it this time. And she's like, no, it's okay. I'll be back soon. Like it's it's and, and, you know, she just I, I it's it to her. She realized now, Okay, well, I'm not you know, getting taken away or your, you know, dad's not giving me away or anything like that. It's like a, Hey, I, I got a really good visit here and I'm happy about it. Uh, and I know that another one is coming. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was, and that made it a little bit harder on me. Cause I'm like, yeah. hey, kid, why don't you cry a little bit? Uh, <laughs> you don't love me. Yeah, I like, just spent six months with you yeah, and you're I'm just like, bye. Yep. But no, she was, uh, 
you know, it, it was it was cool, and it was definitely it was definitely a growing thing, especially coming right after the deployment. Because mm-hmm. you know, with the deployment, when I came back, she was very mad at me because she thought that I had abandoned her. Mm-hmm. You know, and so going from from that to you know now her being like, all right, hey, uh, you know, you guys are here. I know you guys aren't aren't giving me away. You're not leaving me, and I will be back. Uh, that was that was a huge change, and and you know I'm really thankful that we we got to experience that, and that yeah. now she's she knows and she's confident, you know, because it's it's a really big thing for yeah. a kid, and and it's it's tough. It's tough on the parent and the kid, you know. The time helped. I'm definitely thankful for the time, if nothing else. You know, we've both always been crew career oriented and all about our job. And you remember me at Swamp Dogs, you know, I was just, I was there 24 <laughs> seven. I don't know. Do I, I barely saw you. Exactly. <laughs> I, I will, I will say, you know, one of the big differences though is, you know, we weren't as adversely impacted uh, as a lot of other families because, right. you know, being a government employee, we, you know, we, we still had, you know, uh, and the fact that we were living with her mom, too, which was such a huge boon, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we we had it pretty good compare comparatively. Uh, and so I, that alleviated a lot of the stress and allowed us to focus on building our relationship mm-hmm. and building the relationships with the kids. Uh, so, you know, we it's not lost on us how fortunate of a position we were in, you know. Yeah, certainly. Tim and I have talked about that as well, with especially his job being so secure and you know, we we recognize certainly that there are a lot of people that have lost more than just their sanity. They've lost, yeah. Yeah. you know, money and security and all, all kinds of things that are irreplaceable. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a very, uh, let's say, perspective time <laughs> where we're all just kind of looking inward and looking at the things that are important and learning what we can and can't live without. And I think that definitely having to give up something that's huge, like a life event, getting married, you know, getting to stand there in front of your friends and family and say your vows and having to give that up against your will is something that I don't know how I would cope with that personally, but I'm sure a lot of people are, are going through it. And I know you guys went through it and we're just so excited to see that because it will it will be better in june it needs it to be will better. happen it will, I it will happen not being better by june so <laughs> and the house looks you know. great by the way oh thank, oh, thank you. you we thank put a lot you. of love into it yeah, we can't wait to have you guys up as soon as uh you know travel permits absolutely uh, you know we, uh, we'd love to have you guys up for as long as you want to be here hey. well we appreciate it we look forward to it and we look forward to your actual wedding yeah. yes, yes. The dress is bought. You will be done by June. The dress is bought, so it's happening. Yeah, I tried it on the other night. It looks great. It's it's in North Carolina, so no, he's not. (laughs) Even if you have to kick it down the road a dozen times, it's happening one way or the other, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll be uh, it'll be our ten year anniversary (laughs) vow renewal. (laughs) I actually, so I was feeling pretty depressed about the wedding situation, so I treated myself and I got bridal pictures done. It was just me and the photographer. You know, we kept the six feet away. I did not wear a mask, but we were outside. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, But yeah, so I got those pictures done and I don't know, maybe it's done, but it made me feel good. (laughs) That's not dumb at all. Anything that I think anything that makes us feel good, that's not harmful right now is a great thing. Does that mean have you seen them yet? Husband? 
Oh, no, oh, no. me, no. She, no. no. I'll die before I <laughs> no. see the dress unless it's the Oh, uh, okay. I didn't know if you guys were, like, really strict about that or if it was oh, yeah. a little more lax or, okay, yeah. No, super strict. Okay, well, girl, you can send it to me on the DL. And- I will. Okay. I will. Yeah. But no, I definitely it. talked about if we had to cancel the wedding again, just doing, like, first look pictures or something. Because I just, I want Aww. pictures. If not, yeah, right. like- <laughs> she got She got so disheartened the other day, she was set on canceling it and just doing the pictures. And, and I was like, hey, no, like, we can't, we can't do that because for her – you know, her one of her big driving things has been seeing my reaction at the wedding when I see her in the dress. And I'm like, hey, I want to see the reaction of you reacting to my reaction. <laughs> I can't take that away from either of us. So if we have to continue to postpone this thing, we will have this trade off of reactions <laughs> and it will be worth it. It'll be worth the wait. So we just got to stick to it. And that's why we ended up postponing out to next year is just to have that reaction. <laughs> I think that's the only thing, actually, that I remember from our wedding. I don't remember our vows. I don't remember what the- I remember crying doing my vows. Yeah, I, uh, but I don't. All I remember is that look that you and I shared as I was walking towards you. So it's totally worth it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. And I hate for you guys that you know, we, you had to cancel and we had to miss it and all of those things, but it'll be the buildup. Maybe we'll make it maybe, maybe slightly kind of a little bit tiny, teeny, tiny bit worth it. <laughs> Not totally worth it. Cause it totally sucks, but. Well, before we go, do you guys have any advice for people who are going through situations like this, whether they're planning a wedding or a move or both in this whole pandemic life changes really that are couple oriented. Just don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, just kidding. Uh, No, just what drives me and Brandon, and I think what gets us through a lot of our tiffs and the things that we're going through right now is we both just look at it as us against the problem, not like us having a problem with each other. And so if you just stay united on that and just understand that this is the situation and all you can do is make the best decisions you can moving forward and you can make it together. Just do that. Yeah. <laughs> just stay patient. You know, we, and this, this is cliche for, for a lot of people in the military, but I, I say hunt the good stuff, you know, and, mm-hmm. and look for, look for all of the positive things that are happening mm-hmm. and, and cling onto those. Cause there is, a, there, there are a lot of negative things happening that are outside of your control, but look at the good things that are going on. You know, I mean, we, you know, we, yeah, the move was tough and postponing the wedding was was rough. But, you know, all the family time that we've gotten, the things that we've gotten to learn, all of that stuff, you know, it's made it well worth it. And so I think for anyone going through, you know, something similar is, hey, just look for those positive things and focus on those and you'll get through the bad stuff. You're going to make Karen cry over I here. Are. That's <laughs> I love both of the advice, you guys. That's really great. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Marital Tiffs. If you guys are going through anything similar, if you're planning a big life event right now or something had to be postponed and you want to just vent for a sec, then just hop on over to our socials. And I'm sure that Amber and Brandon can commiserate. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) You can weigh in on all social media at Marital Tiffs on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And you can email us at MaritalTiffs at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe anywhere you find your podcast. If you're an Apple podcast listener, we'd love a five star review. 
You can find us on the 910 Comedy Podcast Network. Check out 910 Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And check out our sister shows, That's Just My Face, Hometown Crowd, and Dead Girls Talking. Thank you, Brandon, and thank you, Amber, for joining us this week. Thank Thank you, guys. guys. We love you. We love you very much. (laughs) We love you. Thank you. And thanks for listening to Marital Tips. Now I'm recording. <laughs> right. And we'll start in five. <laughs> Let's try that again. We'll start in five. Hello. <laughs> I can't. Just don't look at anything. Just don't, just like. <laughs> This is where you just hear domestic violence behind my head. Watching the camera. Put that in. Oh, God. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Also, we should have them maybe introduce themselves. Because they don't know who, no one knows who they are. We haven't had them on before. Right? Well, okay. Like, so we, we could say, you know, our good friends, Brandon and Amber, and then you guys can say just a little bit about yourselves. Yeah. Like. Yeah. All right. Not you just moved if, or what you do. We or, don't need to say last names, but if you want to say I'm in the army, yada, yada, you know, just kind of talk about yourself for a minute. And yeah. same for you, Amber. I yeah, don't know right. what you're doing up there yet or anything. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, we're, you could in the intro be like, we're in your, or not be interviewing, but we're talking to our good friends who are getting through not only planning a wedding, but a big move all during Corona. That way people are like, oh, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good note. Okay. Let's see if we can do this again. All right. All right. And five. We're good.